Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to this extra special episode of Which Way From Here. This episode is actually an edited version of an interview that I did with my dear friend and brother from another mother, John Killian, over on XV Planus. He does a special exclusive interview series for his Patreon one that I highly recommend that you check out, especially if you want to see our beautiful faces and want to hear the full interview, including some of the more spicy commentary that I have. And if nothing else, if you don't want to do Patreon, which I completely understand, check out XV Planus on all the major platforms. John does his own sound design and it's a fantastic podcast. So please, please go check him out. I think you'll really enjoy him. John was very, very generous and let me use this audio as kind of an appetizer while I continue to work on my House of Wills episodes. It's turned into a multi-parter and it's turned into a much larger project than I really ever anticipated. Lots of moving parts and Because of that, there are a lot of delays and a lot of things just kind of getting in the way. And I will be going over all of that within the episodes themselves. But until I can finally get these episodes crafted and ready for you, please accept this interview as kind of an appetizer for the main course that will be the Which Way From Here House of Wills episodes. So I hope you enjoy this. I'm going to have all the links to John's Patreon and the XB Planets podcast itself in the show notes. Again, please go check them out. John is just awesome. And I really enjoy how he presents his conversations about the paranormal. He's the best. So definitely go check them out uh, and enjoy the interview. XB Planets is part of the Green Mushroom Podcast Network. from the void the xp planets exclusive interview series that we have just for our patreon subscribers and tonight i am very excited to have a dear friend my sister from another mister this is going to be an ongoing joke with us corinne levita from the which way from here podcast corinne thank you so much for joining us 
Thanks for having me, John. I'm really excited. Yeah. Well, I mean, we always get excited because we have such great conversations. And I figured now is the time to start dragging over into my feed so that people can start hearing uh, what we lose our, what we go on tangents about. (laughs) (laughs) So there's there's a few things that I wanted to tackle tonight. But before we start digging into that, would you mind taking a little bit of time just to tell us about yourself and tell us about which way from here? Yeah. Um, so Which Way From Here is a brand new podcast that I've created. And it was like, it's part me just kicking it with my friends, such as you, and other people that I, I just find very interesting and have fun, deep dive, weirdo conversations with. And it's also kind of a diary about different cases that I go on because I'm a professional energy clearer. And I help Mostly at this point, I'm helping real estate people deal with properties that are problematic. And they call me to to deal with it because nothing else is helping. And so I go on to these properties and I f- uh, feel into what's going on. And uh, those stories kind of get a little wild. And I was like, oh, I should, I should just like have a documentation of all the different things that I'm experiencing. Um, and then I'm also going to eventually go to different properties or uh, like uh, well-known, notorious haunted spots and that kind of thing. And just kind of give it, give it the, I don't know, just the old uh, college try. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, <laughs> check it out. See, see what I read on it. See what I'm seeing. And uh, yeah, just talking about all the fun, weird stuff. Yeah. Man, that's another reason that I got to get you in touch with uh, Jill, my mentor, is because she did similar things when she was in real estate. Um, so, yeah, I definitely got to put Ooh, you yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I personally love this show. It's, I mean, I, I love your take on it, and it's, it's definitely a lot of fun for me to listen to. And also, thank you very much for having me as a guest not too long ago. It was, uh, yeah. as always, as... You and I just get lost in conversation on it, and it was hysterical <laughs> to actually hear that captured, because <laughs> usually we just do this away from everybody else, but right, uh, right yeah. I feel like um, everybody else needs to hear these tangents. <laughs> I 100% agree, and that's why we're going to have you back on the main feed a little bit later, but uh, for all of my subscribers, I definitely wanted to uh, get your name and, and the show into their wheelhouse, because... Uh, I mean, you guys get the XV Planus seal of approval, and uh, I appreciate what you're attempting to do. Appreciate um, that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you and I had a really uh, we've never really touched on this, and well, we touched on it in 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 your show, but over here we haven't really talked about uh, how we ended up meeting at the incredibly chaotic but delightful event that we refer to as. Monster Fest from our friends Monster over at Small Fest. Town, yeah, Small Town Monsters. So let's let's chat about that just for a second. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No. So actually, I'm so glad that you're bringing this up because I, uh, right before we hopped on, remembered uh, how we actually before we like started talking, how we actually first met at Monster Fest. It was at the Astonishing Legends live podcast. And if you remember, so Monster Fest, you know, put on by Small Town Monsters, 
was so much fun. It, it was their, the first time that they did it. Um, had amazing guests and the people were incredible and it was just such a good time. And Astonishing Legends was clearly the the biggest draw of, of the whole thing. And so the live podcast that they did was packed, absolutely packed. Oh God, it was so and hot. So, and it was so hot in there. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> But uh, my friend Rachel, who joined me, who um, is also a co-host on on Which Way, um, she and I were able to get onto um, this counter space because there were no more chairs, and you were right in front of me. And I I don't I have ADHD, so I don't sit still very well, and I accidentally kicked you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that, but I do because I felt so bad because I I was like, oh, this poor guy that I just kicked. I'm pretty sure That's we how... just chuckled at you and we just moved along. Yeah, we just laughed about yeah, it, but yeah. but then later. <laughs> so that's how we actually first met was me kicking you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then later on, uh, after Astonishing Legends, you uh, we all stepped outside for some air. You you were smoking cigarettes. So was Rachel, and we saw your Sally House T-shirt, and we started talking. That's that's what it was. That's really kick, what kicked off our conversation. And um, I'm incredibly grateful for that because this has blossomed into a beautiful friendship and, and collaborative mm-hmm. effort. Um, but yeah, never I've, hesitate to talk to people. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, unless you're in <laughs> New York, New Orleans, any major city. I don't know. There's there's a lot of things to take into consideration. But you and I both <laughs> have a pretty good radar, I think, for the 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 people that are surrounding us and it took maybe a, like a couple of back and forth between the three of us and we were like cool we're, we're gonna friends. keep talking yeah yep yep <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely so that was an absolute blast and uh you know of course we all had so much fun there but um the most rewarding part of of connecting with you uh came a couple of months after that when because whenever uh Whenever I met you guys, you were saying like, yeah, we're, we're about to start a podcast. And I flat out mm-hmm. told you, holy crap, there is a huge learning curve. If you need any help, please reach out to me because this stuff yeah. is not easy and it takes some time. It and, is uh, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, <laughs> you, you, you're getting a really good handle on it, my friend. You, you've, you've already hit your few speed bumps. You understand that, that it's, a, uh, it's a learning thing in progress. Mm-hmm. So you'll... you'll You'll get there in no time. And personally, I think it's perfect the way it is. But you're only going to get better. You know, that's the thing. Um, But that's really what kind of kicked off our conversations. And ever since then, you and I touch base pretty frequently and just kind of talk about all sorts of things. And I I love your energy. I love the way uh, that that you approach things. You and I have had uh, conversations about this, about how we don't approve of the way that most of the paranormal community approaches some of this stuff. And you and I Mm -hmm. have very different, but moralistically speaking, very similar approaches to the stuff. And I think that's really what pulled me into your orbit. Like I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to have to talk more. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Plus we just love the going as deep and abstract as possible. Which... Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's definitely what the <laughs> Patreon series is for. I have to be all stuffy and serious on the main ones. Like, we're talking about our investigations. This is what <laughs> happened. These are the things. And sure, I threw in bits of humor. But this is why I love the Patreon series is because we can just go off the fucking rails. And also, I don't Sweet. have to be afraid of 
censoring myself because I try so hard to stay PG-13, but... Oh, I appreciate that about you. I I just decided that if I'm going to be doing this, it's going to be exactly how I am, which is all the F-bombs, so... And I am I am a I am a chef uh, during the daytime, which makes it incredibly difficult. And at this point, yeah, I've just kind of accepted it. So it's just going to be a fucking disaster all the way, and I love it. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, um, you've you've recently had an experience that was a little bit different from things that you've come across before, and I was wondering if we could dive into that for just a little bit. Definitely. Let's go into it. Um, you want me to set it all up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Please. No, okay. this, this is your story. <laughs> the, on the Patreon feed, I get to take the back seat and just ask uh, questions. So please. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, recently, um, I went to this really fascinating spot in Cleveland, Ohio called House of Wills. And House of Wills, um, I mean, there's a there's a huge history there and I only have like cursory research um, and I'm eventually going to deep dive in for my own podcast, but just to give like a really broad overview, uh, house of wills is this sprawling 50,000 square foot complex originally um, built in 1900 by the Cleveland German society. There's like a, an actual German name that I'm not even going to try and pronounce um, but it was a, a concert hall and it was also, so it was built as a concert hall and then it also, uh, was a Masonic hall. Um, but that wasn't its primary thing. The concert hall was, was the primary focus of it. And then, um, eventually it turned into a Hebrew school. And then, uh, in the forties it was built or I'm sorry, it was bought by, um, this gent, uh, I'm sorry. I'm already forgetting his first name. Hold on. Yeah, magic of editing, no problem. And honestly, the Patreon uh, subscribers don't really care. They they kind of appreciate the uh, the chaotic nature of some of this stuff. So you're good. <laughs> okay, good. So yeah, I like I had all these notes, and then I forgot to bring them over to my laptop. So anyway, uh, it was in the '40s. Uh, John Walter Wills. And that's when it got named the very metal House of Wills. Love that name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, metal as fuck, dude. Right. If you're going to do a funeral home and your last name is Wills, he did the right thing. He did absolutely the right thing. <laughs> Love it. So anyway, yeah. Uh, so it was in the 40s that the name of the hall got turned into, uh, renamed to House of Wills. And it was the largest Black-owned funeral parlor in the state of Ohio. Um, and it was just this, like, he continued to have it be like a social space and a meeting space, especially for civil rights uh, community gatherings and that kind of thing. Like, he, it was... The uh, John Wills was just a very important figure in Cleveland Black history. Um, anyway, so it stayed in that family. So he died in the 70s and it stayed in the family until 2005. And the family kind of let it go into disrepair. And then in 2005, I think they either just shut the doors or gave it up or something along those lines. But I got shuttered and it was slated for destruction by the city 
And that's when it got bought up by this uh, gent named Eric Freeman, uh, who is now the current owner. And he bought it in 2010 and has been slowly renovating this gigantic space since then. Okay. So this is the guy that we talked about uh, uh, when you first came back, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. That, that, that gent. Uh-huh. Um, he's a very interesting guy. So anyway, um, so that's just kind of a brief history of this space. So yeah, it used to be, you know, most of its life, it's been a funeral parlor. Um, and the narrative that the owner, Eric Freeman, is is selling is that the building was, because uh, it was created by a mason, and it was, um, it was built specifically to um, collect and amplify energy. Is that true? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I mean, sure, if you dive further into to like Masonic practices before it became just like things that our grandparents did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th there was actual like real ritualistic practices going on with that. Now, I don't want to say oh, yeah. that that's exactly what was going on there because we don't necessarily know, but it would definitely be worth looking into. I mean, I, I buy it. I buy it. Um, so, so that space is just really interesting. So any, any space that, um, you know, has a long storied history that, and like, especially uh, when it's originally for entertainment and then ritual uh, is always going to have lots of stuff kicking around in it. Yeah. So when I was, when it, when it first came into my awareness, which was a few years ago, I was like, oh, what is it about this space? Why is it I need to, I need to go, I need to explore this. Um. And and so it took a, a couple of years, but I finally decided to get tickets. And uh, unbeknownst to me, I decided on the date that was the blood moon eclipse, <laughs> the full blood moon eclipse. Uh, and when I found that out, I was like, that's hilarious. I'm on board. Why not? Uh, I mean, hey, Monster Fest was on a full moon, and that was fantastic, right? <laughs> like, Seems kind of serendipitous, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I figured, you know, hey, normally when uh, my shenanigans happen on a full moon, it tends to amplify how fun it is and how interesting it is, and and so I'm on board. Let's do this. Well, uh, I got the opposite of fun. Um, I ended up so a, a, a series of unfortunate events is the long and short of it. But like so to start, um, we just my friend uh Elizabeth who joined me, uh, she and I just kept getting delayed with seemingly innocuous things, like um her garage door suddenly stopped working out of nowhere. And then we go to a restaurant that she always went to, and it was like the staff couldn't even remember that we existed. And it was one of those and places that's like known for fast service. That's why you guys exactly, went, Exactly, right? yeah. exactly, exactly. Because I was like, well, you know, I, I've 
I was a server and bartender for over 10 years. Sometimes shit, you know, that shit just happens. And she's like, yeah, I understand. But like, it, like I'm here all the time and this never happens. I was like, oh, that's weird, but okay, whatever. Who cares? You know, it's, we're having fun. Uh, but that was like number two was we were just deeply delayed by the restaurant that we were at. Then we get on the road and in a very short amount of time, we watched three different cars almost collide into one another right in front of us. And like the first one, the car had overcorrected so much that they were swerving in the lane and almost went up on two wheels. Uh, and luckily we're able, so like when that happened, I start, so I do, uh, again, professional clear. I, uh, my body starts pulsing to kind of like, uh, mitigate what's happening around us. Uh, so I was doing some pulses, but I was also like, Jesus, what, what is this? Um, so that was the first almost collision. And then another car, um, literally seconds after the that first one happened there was another car that was um in an exit lane didn't want to be in that lane wanted to get be back on the freeway and just merged into other cars and the luckily the other cars were able to avoid it but it just like merged right on into traffic almost hitting people uh and then a few like 30 seconds after that another car came speeding up behind like joining the group was tailing someone so badly and then tried to get over and almost collided in with another car so this was all in quick succession like quick 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 succession it was like what is happening right now what is this so that that pinged heavily on my radar of like uh this is unusual. This is like, now I'm starting to think there's some interference happening. Then we get 10, 10 minutes or so outside of Mansfield, Ohio, and we are suddenly stopped in completely standstill traffic. And we are there for over an hour in completely standstill traffic. And what had happened is a semi had caught on fire. And by the time we got to the other side of that, it was just a burned out shell. It had completely engulfed in flames. So <laughs> there was a point where Elizabeth asked me, so so when do we just turn around and get this up? <laughs> but you being very stubborn like me on this is like, no. No, we go. That's <laughs> We're <right>. going. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Satan. I'm going to make this happen. <laughs> not today, Satan. Actually, no, no. We we should not blame Satan for that at all. Um, but no, no. I I, I I get that. Like having that much thrown at you, it's it's that I've, I've been there many times before. Of like, should I just pull the plug on this? Right, right, right. But right. but if you've already made it over halfway through the journey. Yeah. You got to follow through. I mean, Plus, I do it too. Yeah. I mean, so I <clears throat> have this unfortunate habit of finding this shit funny. And like, I was just kind of cracking up the whole time because what else are you going to do? It's like either you choose to be really upset, have your entire day ruined, or just like look, like take the observer role, see the like ludicrous nature of it and just laugh just laugh like 
So that's that's kind of how I decided to deal with it. Um, and I, I applaud you for that, <laughs> but because it like especially when you start dealing with things, giving given the nature of our work, uh-huh. <laughs> when stuff like that starts to happen, um, just, y- yeah, you're oof. either gonna turn tail and run, or you're just gonna go. I, uh, all right, let's like, just, uh, what else yeah. you got? Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, then, then then you're just poking the bear, which. Well, no, no, no. Realize- we, we talked about this. We never we never poked a bear. We never antagonized. Intentionally, yeah. yeah. Right, but at the same time, like, you know, I think, I think you and I have a mutual stubbornness. Like, we're just right. going to keep going until we actually get to the point that if we feel that we or somebody in our orbit is in danger, hell yeah, yeah. we'll pull a, pull the plug on that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. But I don't know about you. I just have a complete and total disregard for personal safety. <laughs> uh, it it kind of like now that I'm looking back on the entire day. Yeah, it kind of feels like that, that I was just like, yeah, yeah. Where I was just like, no, this is fun. This is still fun. We're having fun, <laughs> you know, like clenching down. I mean, fucking fun right now. <laughs> I am in a soundbite that and that is going to be your ringtone anytime you call me moving forward. I'm having fucking fun right now. <laughs> So, okay, uh, so once we got past the the semi, uh, it was pretty smooth sailing for the rest of the, the trip to Cleveland. Okay, so then we get to our Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and this Airbnb is in the Tremont District, which is like a historic district of, of Cleveland. Really cute. Fantastic. And like this Airbnb had like really positive reviews and like it like i looked at the pictures briefly and i was like that's cute and here's where apparently i'm just determined to be in a horror movie i literally thought the thought how could it how bad could it be for one night so (laughs) we open the door to our airbnb i step over the threshold and i am immediately hit with a like the the amount of nausea and the feeling of a headache, like headache bordering on migraine, was like unreal, unreal. And it happened within seconds, seconds of stepping over the threshold. I like I was telling John about this. Like I deal with like earthbound, which is what I call ghosts. I deal with earthbound energy all the fucking time. I deal with like even entity energy all the fucking time in my work and how it normally shows up for me are twinges subtlety it's normally just like if i get a headache it's a subtle headache if i get nausea it's subtle nausea where i'm just like oh i'm slightly uncomfortable something's going on here the only other time i have felt this much nausea and this much like this bad of a headache is when i came up against a really a big bad a big bad entity um, that I like, and that was at a younger stage where before I even was doing clearing and that kind of thing, it was like when I was playing around with the paranormal, not understanding what I was doing. So this has been, it has been a long time since I've ever had this kind of a reaction. And so of course I immediately was like, okay, then what is here? It can't just be earthbounds. Earthbounds don't do this. But there was it was that was all there was. But it was like I it was almost as if I could just see the former occupants. It was a man and his wife, 
Uh, they were clearly like lifelong smokers. I could see an oxygen tank. I could see like, I could just, they were just essentially sitting in their chair, staring at me, wondering what the fuck I was doing in their house. And it was, (laughs) are you getting pinged right now? (laughs) You're good. Just keep going. (laughs) So anyway, it was, it, it was just like, I couldn't believe that. I mean, it, not to say that earthbounds can't put out that kind of energy, but it's rare. And these two weren't particularly like strong on any other day, but it was a blood moon eclipse. And so everything was amplified to the nth degree. Veil's really fucking thin. And there's the entity at House of Wills, all of it colliding. And then, of course, because it's a blood moon eclipse, my abilities are at their weakest at that moment. And I didn't really realize it at the time because up until literally this point, um, dealing with entities, dealing with earthbounds has been very easy for me. Very, very easy. You just like, I just pulse or, or do my, my clearing protocol and it's gone and it's not a problem. And they barely bite back or if they try and bite back, it's whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, you just kind of boop, go away. Yeah. This, like, it was like, I obviously needed to clear the space because it's like, we have to, like, my friend and I, we went in, walked the property, and then went immediately back out, like, nope, this sucks. This is too hard to deal with. It was so strong. And like, as soon as we crossed the threshold out, all the symptoms, went away like so obviously it's the space it wasn't you know whatever so anyway i finally do a clearing and it took everything out of me normally clearings like really vivify me normally i'm like when i'm done with the clearing i'm feeling so good and in my power because like not only have i gotten rid of all of the extraneous shit on in the the space that i'm in but i've gotten rid of the extraneous shit in my field in my body at the same time and so normally it leaves me energized and this left me like drained completely drained uh, which was not good because I was about to go into House of Wills. Right. So, uh, so did that clearing, uh, then dinner, then House of Wills. Um, and of course, this like, I'm going to persevere. I came all this way for this goddamn space. I'm going to go. <laughs> I We're doing this. Goddamn yes. money for this. <laughs> right. You know, oh, and especially in this economy. like i didn't quit my job so i can do cool shit like this and then not do it so um so house of wills uh uh, eric freeman the owner he he let us know like he doesn't believe in ghosts and he only allows uh the um kind of ghost hunters that have real scientific uh basis behind their methods but you let like ghost bros on so like you know yeah take that with a grain of salt (laughs) super super scientific i like to consider myself somewhere in the middle because i am definitely a believer but you know as we've discussed i don't really think it is what we think it is but that's that's a whole other conversation yeah 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 and like you know again like 
the the way he was described, like he was talking about like um time travel and that kind of thing. And that like I love that. I love that. I think that is a and I should say an explanation. I also don't think it's the only explanation. I think that we are dealing with lots of different ways that these things are getting expressed, like that are tailor-made, and we've already talked about this so many times, tailor-made to the individual, their series of beliefs, assumptions, and biases. And so, like the time traveler thing is absolutely something that should be entertained. It's really interesting. I love that idea. I don't think it's the only thing. And so to say like, this is the only thing that I'm going to believe is like, oh, that always just kind of pings in my system as disingenuous. Uh, It's trying to sound like you're like smart, a skeptic. You're trying to like establish yourself of like, oh, I'm not like those weirdos. (laughs) I'm just wearing the (laughs) Satan shirt. (laughs) No, no, but uh, no, I totally understand where you're coming from because <laughs> y- you and I have touched on this as well. Um, and and let let me clarify this in being very, very honest with everybody. I don't know a fucking thing. I know only what I've experienced and what my own personal opinions are. I'm not saying that's the truth. I don't think we're ever actually going to get there. We might get there if we can figure out how to work collectively, but yeah. man, I think we're far away, far away from that. But the time traveler, not so much. But you and I have discussed this, and this is something that that my personal belief system is leaning in towards, is that maybe we are evolving ourselves. Our consciousness Mm -hmm. is evolving, and we're now starting to perceive time differently. So time travelers, maybe that's us. Maybe we're the ones that are traveling because we're starting to peer into different areas in time but Uh then again that's just me 100 percent. and like we need to separate out the pop culture version of that and understand that like when when we're talking about time travel it should always be within the context of consciousness and energy and i um fuck i love this woman yes Yes. And that form, because form is so dense, it is far harder to get it to move back and forth, which is why like it's easier to do it within the mind's eye, within within the consciousness place. And and we're constantly time traveling when we find ourselves stuck in memories, when we find ourselves stuck in behavior patterns. That is a type of time travel. Um especially like if we're getting triggered by things, if we're like that, then our body is traveling back to that moment, right? That is a type of time travel. And so like contextualizing how we're using these kind of pop culture ideas and bringing it back to earth and like, nor- like um, making it far more um, uh, grounded, I think is very important. Anyway, didn't mean to get down that tangent. No, but. <laughs> I did. I meant to go down there, and I love that you always go down there with me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Please scale, scale it back. Let's get back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so <laughs> see, so, this is um, what happens, folks. Anytime every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, please continue. I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> this is why we're friends. Um, okay, so my House of Wills experience, in of itself, was actually weirdly uneventful. Um, to the point where it didn't make sense to me. Like, 
to the point where the absence of of uh, sensation, the absence of me getting a good read on that space was actually far more um, a suspect to me than if I had gotten bowled over the same way that I had gotten bowled over at the Airbnb. The fact that my Airbnb felt significantly more haunted than a 50,000 square foot former funeral parlor makes zero sense to me. Right? Right? Exactly. That doesn't make that that's gone into disrepair. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, because it, it makes a little again, we talked about this. This it makes a little bit of sense because you were there on a tour with a group, which makes it very, very hard to like really anchor in, you know? Sure. Um, but even then you you would still expect to at least have something. Something. Yeah. Something. All I got the entire time I was there were the stray, stray, um, semi-conscious energy clusters. Like, I don't even want to, like, like thought forms, like a stray thought form kind of coming in and out, not even necessarily earthbound, like just, and that just passing through, just passing through that. And like a space like that, that had been specifically created to harness energy that was a funeral parlor for decades that had seen so much activity regardless of it being connected to death or anything else like like music and gathering and ritual lots and lots and lots of ritual was done like there's this one space um, I sent a picture of the cloud room to John. It's the most interesting room that I saw. Like I stepped in, I was like, well, this is, this is clearly a Masonic ritual room because it just screams it at me. <laughs> and dude, man confirmed um, later on with his, with his spiel. And I was like, ha, fucking knew it. Fucking knew it. You can just you step into the space and you're like fucking Masons. Anyway. Um, Are you good with me sharing those photos uh, in the yeah, feed? Yeah, please do. Okay, awesome. Do. Yeah, yeah, cool. So definitely. definitely check out the attachments on this episode. Yeah, yeah, it's it's such a cool space. the The place is palpable, and and that's just coming from the images that you sent me and the stories mm-hmm. that you told me. And I, you know, I'm right there with you. I want to go because I would love to see what would happen if we got a small group of people yeah. who really handle this with the utmost respect and and uh, with like the true honesty about it, see what we can uncover. I I really would. Do you want to sink into that space and like so? Like I said, so it, there was like this absence of anything, and that was far more suspicious to me than if I had been bowled over. Um, and so afterwards, uh, we we ended up. My friend and I ended up not staying at Airbnb because we're like, okay, we're done, we're done, just no more. Um, that like. I had cleared it and it felt significantly better, but I wasn't completely clear. And at that point I was so exhausted. Like I just couldn't handle, I couldn't handle anything more. So we went home next day. uh, I felt like I had gotten hit by that truck that caught on fire. Like I was on this massive struggle bus and could not get a coherent thought going. I just sat on my couch on my phone doing nothing. And then you and I were scheduled to, uh, chat and record 
and like my laptop stopped. Universe did not let it happen. Universe not. More importantly, I think whatever is at House of Wills did not let it happen. I disagree Uh, with you there, though. I really do think that that was the universe telling us both to just mm -hmm. take a break, uh, but because. You and I were both scheduled to do this. We had already talked about it. We were both very mm-hmm. excited about it. And as soon as we started hitting those hurdles, I, I admitted to you, like, I've hardly slept in like two days. Right. Uh, I know that you're exhausted and burnout. So I honestly, like, in spite of everything else that happened on this trip, mm-hmm. I seriously think that that was a positive influence pop, uh, popping in to just say, take a breather, guys. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. take a few yeah hey and that works too like yeah that's fine yeah either way there was like this influence this massive influence um like yeah my my laptop like the wi-fi just wouldn't happen and it like i was making like a series of just stupid decisions nothing harmful but like clumsy decisions that didn't make any sense um and so after i got done talking to john uh, you, you were so sweet. You're like, are you okay? <laughs> like, I was worried about you. I mean, I was because guess it, not. <laughs> I think that was like one of the first times you really gotten thrown off your rocker, and I can definitely yeah. identify with with that. Yeah. So no, yeah, yeah, totally got my ass handed to me by this 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 entity. So I had to after we got off the phone. Um, I had to do just this massive clearing on myself, like um. Uh, normally my daily clearings are pretty chill and this one like took a really long time um to, had to do it by myself i um i have a team that i sometimes work with and i also have a friend who taught me how to do all of this and nobody was available like no one was available i had to do it myself and that was good that was a good experience for me because i did handle it and i did have to do like what i needed to do to release the influence out of my system um and clear it all out and when i did that like i slept like a baby my wi-fi started working again like all influence gone by the next day um but yeah it was such a learning moment of like you know the relative ease of this work and it is fairly easy to do because all all bodies are built with this filtration system and the ability to take on and take out um, extraneous energies that um, are no longer in in alignment with earth. Um, So there's a relative ease to this. And because of that relative ease, uh, it is very easy to get trapped in the idea of, I'm going to go take on anything. And I definitely fell into that. and this was a very stark reminder that this shit is no joke, that some of these properties and some of these entities, however you want to contextualize them, it doesn't matter. There is um, a will there, a conscience there, and it can fuck your world up real hard if you're not careful. And so like, as a professional energy clearer, like, I have to live a life that is um, like, it is a lifestyle, like no alcohol no weed, nothing that takes me out of my body, definitely no drugs of any kind, um, daily cleansing practices uh, to shore myself up because I, like at any point, things could have gone sideways really, really badly. And I could have put not only myself, but my friends in danger who are just along for this ride with me. 
Um, and that was a very, very sobering uh, thought that like at any point, those cars that almost collided could have cl- like gone into us, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, it was a very, like, it was like this initiatory experience of, of like, all right, I'm up leveling and now I'm being presented the, these more um, extreme cases and to be ready for, like, if I'm going to be ready for that, if I'm going to be successful and, and uh, taking I don't want to say taking them on because that's very superhero, but like to be in those spaces and keeping myself and my team safe, like uh, there is like, I have to make sure that there's constant body integrity, there's constant checking in and that I am not just rushing into things because I think it's fun. I mean, it is still fun. I don't want to take that away. Oh yeah. And there is, there are consequences if you're not careful. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I could have said it better myself. There's, there's an issue with getting too comfortable with this stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to yeah. uh, to our boy Rich Haddam, as a matter of fact. And, and the fact that he brought the siren call of hungry ghosts into uh, the, the zeitgeist of the paranormal world these days is like... Yes. Yeah, this, this stuff is yes. serious. It is not mm-hmm. to be taken lightly. This is not yeah. something... I mean... It can be fun, and you should fun. have fun with it, but you got to do it right. And if you don't, there, as you said, there will be consequences. Yeah. Yeah. I got one question that I've been meaning to ask you. Yeah. The things that happened before and after getting there, because it, obviously you had something influencing you on your way there, not only yep. when you came back. Mm-hmm. Now that you've had a little time to think about it, do you think that that is coming from House of Wills, or do you think that's more attached to the Airbnb you went to? I think it was all House of Wills, to be honest, um, okay. because I, I I wondered that myself. Okay. I wondered, is this Airbnb? But because it was Earthbounds that were there, and there was no entity, Earthbounds can't normally, um, like, they can really influence the space that they're in. But to actually mess with reality and time and long distance spaces and long yeah, distance that's spaces, something different. Yeah, that is I, completely different. I personally agree with you. I'm sure others will will have a different opinion as well. But and that's fine. No, I definitely agree with yeah. you because th- that's the type of crap that I experienced at uh, Sally and Waverly. Mm-hmm. Um, although you know, Sally was all negative, Waverly was scary as hell, but ended up being a very positive and moving thing that made me change mm-hmm. my life. So, mm-hmm. you know, take it all with a grain of salt, I guess. But yeah, yeah. And again, like it because it was my experience and it was uh tailor made for me, uh, warts and all, like <laughs> feeling into it, feeling into it, feeling into uh all options presented, it was just very clear this was House of Wills. Whatever is lingering there uh, has a far reach and is very, very strong to the point where it can actually make itself untraceable uh, in my body system. And I have a very highly attuned body system. But this isn't the first time that I've experienced things hiding from me. So, um, yeah, it was just a really, it was, it was a fascinating it's a fascinating case study that I can't wait to like continue to crack down a, a little 
uh, with with some <laughs> with some space. <laughs> Hell of a learning experience, obviously. Yeah. And um, you know, I, you and I have already talked about it. We're going to go back to back there together, mm-hmm. um, and we'll, we're yeah. going to start working yeah. on that. We're going to get past the first of the year, but as soon as we hit that, uh-huh. you and I are going to start digging into this, and I'll fold my team in, you bring in your people in, and, and we're going to find the right group to go there and actually see what's going on. Um, yeah, it's I've, like um, lighting me up, by the way. Like, like my whole system was like, yes, this is happening. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, ab- absolutely. Like, we're we're here for it, and um, I, I think you and I on an investigation would, would be a great collaboration aside from so. our tan- tangential talks that we have ever so often. But uh, so the, um, I'm sorry, I had one more question to ask you yeah. and I'm just drawing a brain fart. So just give me a second here. This is the magic of editing. By the way, you Patreon people are the only ones who get to see the video of this. The audio version of this, uh, I will send to you directly. And I will also send the video, but uh, the audio version, feel free to use on your own feed if you need to fill in the blanks episode or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Thanks. Yeah, of course. Wow, it's just. All right. I seriously have had something knocking on the walls ever since you and I started talking. Yeah, I know you keep. (laughs) Anybody here? Okay, we'll we'll see how it pans out. Um, but no, Corinne, I, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to uh, come and chat with us. Uh, can, can you tell everybody where to find your podcast? It's yes. pretty much everywhere now, right? It's everywhere, yeah, yeah. Or at least all the, the bigs. So you can find it on uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, I believe Amazon, iHeartRadio, uh, and then YouTube. YouTube. So which way from here with W-I-T-C-H? Yes, thank you for clarifying. I will have links for all of those in the show notes. Uh, I highly encourage all of you. I mean, if if you dig what we do here, you're gonna love this. So definitely <laughs> go check them out. You're gonna you're gonna have a lot of fun, and it's it's a lot like hanging around with all of our spooky friends talking about the stuff that we do because we we live for this shit. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts you want to throw into the mix? Um. Uh, honestly, no. I don't. That's like I, I need a direction. Unfortunately, I'm kind of. Uh... No, I don't know. I but yeah, it's it's been a crazy week for the both of us, and and obviously you're going to be coming back on the the show. You'll definitely be back on the Patreon on a regular uh, uh, basis because like our conversations are just too fun to not fucking record at this point. Right, right. <laughs> like, oh man, I can't wait till we get to a point where we're like we're really getting to the nitty gritty of um of reality like individualized reality versus the um illusion of consensus reality cool we have conversations to have after i stop uh stop the record button on here definitely because i'm going on volume three on that same conversation soon you should come into the mix yeah yeah (laughs) uh but no corinne thank you so much for joining us be sure to check out uh which way from here i will have links for all this stuff in the show notes um, for you on the Patreon feed, you can see our smiling faces and our goofy reactions as we're doing this. And for those of you listening to the secondary Patreon feed, you can definitely listen to all of this audio on whatever uh, uh, podcast format you use. You know how to copy the RSS feed. Thank you all for listening. Holy crap, Corinne. I love you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, yeah. And 
Yeah, yeah, first of many. You can also expect to hear Corinne and her new co-host Elliot back on sometime after the season finale because I'm going to be doing some bonus episodes between season three and season four, and we're definitely going to have her back on to talk a little bit more about their journey and some of what they've been up to. So Yeah. All right. Thank you again so much, my friend, and we will talk uh, to you thank soon. You. Thanks. Don't forget to follow us on Blue Sky, Twitter, and no, I am not calling it X, Instagram, Threads, Facebook, everywhere as XVPlanus. And you can follow my personal misadventures and music projects at Folds and Floods on those same platforms. Links for both are in the show notes as usual. If you like what we do here, head on over to iTunes or Spotify to rate and especially review us. And tell your friends about us. Tell your families about us. Hell, yell at random people at the library about us. Well, maybe not that one. You might get into a little bit of trouble. We are a DIY independent production, and the only way that we will grow is by you sharing us with others who might enjoy taking this trip down many a rabbit hole. Be sure to check out all of the great shows on the Green Mushroom Podcast Network, like Lux Occult, Unearthing Paranormalcy, and more. While the website isn't quite up to date yet, you can go to www.greenmushroomproject.com and add that to your bookmarks to keep up with the network in the future. This show is produced in the Black Lodge, wherever that resides in this moment of time and space, and it is written, edited, and scored by yours truly. Music from the show can be found on my Bandcamp page for Folds and Floods, or anywhere you stream your music. No part of this show or its music may be reproduced without consent. Copyright Folds and Floods Productions. Once again, I am your host, Flood, and this has been XV Planus. Thank you for being a part of the journey so far. I'll see you in the between. In Abambratio. In Fluctus. Subvelo. <laughs>